Hello everyone and welcome to this, another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I am one of the hosts, I'm Derek Kernahan and as always I'm joined by my good mate Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing bud? I'm good my friend, how are you? Aye, good, good, good. Glad to be back. Aye, aye, it's been a wee bit of time for us anyway. Yeah. Um, so, aye, thrilled to kind of wait mate. Yes. Get chatting. Yes, yes. So how's things been? You been alright? Aye, good. Busy, but, but good, aye. Can't aye. really complain, what about you? Aye, good, good. Um, done my charity cycle, so aye, aye. aye all good. Good effort, All good, good. effort. How much did you raise? Um, got about 500 so far awesome. for it, so Aye. it's been, it was alright, considering I, I just put a few things up on Facebook and things like that, I didn't really do anything like, anything drastic to Aye, try and yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was quite quite happy with it, um, something I just wanted to go and sort of achieve for myself as well, because I only want to... I only won a medal since I was at school. So, aye, aye. you know, something stupid like so, that. Aye, aye. Something to go for, a bit of goals. Well, so. f- like a 50 mile, or whatever it was, 50 kilometre, mm-hmm. yeah. 50 kilometre cycle at night in Glasgow. You know what I mean? Like, I hope you just stab vest on, you kind of deserve a medal, if you, a, you know, just for getting through it. On a Saturday night, it was a bit of aye. an eye-opener. Um, some of the things we've seen, guys fighting in the streets, aye. guys try to fight us in the streets as well, it was... Certain places it was a bit mental. Aye, we aye, not for aye. but the coppers need to put up in certain parts yep. of the city, yeah. Aye, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Good. I, think all, I think they're all Tim areas anyway. Aye, I know. <laughs> Let them fight each other. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> aye, so um today we are going to be having a look to the season that lies ahead. So we're gonna do a bit of a um a preview on season two thousand and nineteen twenty. Excellent. Yes. So talking about number of things in it, um We'll just we'll just crack on, shall we, mate? Let's go for it, aye. Right, cool. So, first of all, what we're talking about is the some of the signings that we've made so far. Yep. Um, obviously, whether where the transfer window hasn't closed as yet, but so far, quite a few good signings in, a number of signings in. So we'll just sort of, I'll read them out to you, and then from there we can have a bit of chat about them. So, right. um, first one we say which we say is Jordan Jones. Yep. Signed him from Kilmarnock. Then we got Jake Hasty from Motherwell. Mm-hmm. Um, we also got Stephen Davis. Permanently, Permanent, um, yep. on the on the season loan, we signed, um, Greg Stewart from Birmingham, who was on loan at Aberdeen and Kelly Kelly last season. Yep. Um, we got um George Edmondson from Oldham, um, we got um, CJ Ojo from Liverpool on loan for the season. Yep. And the last one, the recent one we just signed is Joe Arable, who yep. we signed on Friday. Yes. I... Um, we signed yesterday. Um, <coughs> we signed him from Charlton, um, for. I fee of think it's going to work out about three thousand, three hundred thousand pound. Aye, aye. Um, so, so yeah, so um, looking at it so far, mostly midfielders, wingers, um, and one defender. Aye. <laughs> um, so far, so what we'll, we'll talk about these signings first, and then we'll sort of talk about a bit more about um potential levers and then other areas of the squad that we can sort of develop on but what what do you think of the signing so far so far as i looked down the list i think there's a mixture of um quality and i think kind of should signings like i'm quite happy with them yeah i know people might not think guys like jones and stewart and that it's no big blockbuster are going to set the header alight but i think they're I think they're smart signings, you know, they're intelligent signings, they're guys we know can contribute in the SPL, which is what you're looking for. Yeah. That was what we, we lacked. We did the right in the big games last year, but against the bread and butter is what cost us the league. Um, so I think guys that are effective against the bread and butter are, are, are good signings, and yeah. that's one of the key areas is to, is to add to other people who can contribute, 
you know what I mean, where yeah. it matters. So I think Jones and, and Stewart will do that. Hasty's one for the future, so that's never a bad signing. Yeah. I think is probably a guy who will do all of that. He'll contribute right away. He is also one for the future. He's young. Yeah. If we can improve him and if he put it so if he comes and has a year similar to the level that Ryan Kent did, sign him for three hundred grand, maybe lose him next summer if we're being realistic, but you might lose him for ten million or yeah. something, seven million or whatever it is. Apparently his current value is seven million. Right. So um if we can develop him a little bit is it unrealistic to say 7 to 10? No. no. If you keep him for two years and develop him, that'll be a bit more to guarantee the 10 happy days, you know? Yeah. So um, I think that's a good signing. And then obviously Davis, we've seen him come onto a game at the end yeah. um, of the season. And if he can play like that, now he's got a pre-season between, uh, you know, behind him, or he's doing it now. He's had some games, and I think his problem was he didn't have any games in like, kind of 18 months before yeah. he signed. Um, then... Personal feelings aside, he contributed to the, the team and, you know, like that that will help us. Yeah. And then I think, just quickly, before finishing up, Ojo looks good. Yes. Judging for the training videos anyway, looks like he's got a bit of quality about him, so... Yeah. I'm pretty happy with you. Yeah, I'm pretty much the same as you. I think that signing guys like like Jones and Stewart, who are... And also Davis and, and Hasty, these boys are played in their domestic league, aye, which aye. is massive, I think, for us as well, because there's a lot of boys... Um, particularly last season the boys that we signed there wasn't a lot of them who played in the Scottish League ah, before yeah. and you've seen um, guys like Grezda and Barisic struggle to adapt yeah yeah. so there's so there was, so there was that factor in it so they boys will be good as well loving the singing Narubo I think he was going to be um, I watched the playoff final that he was in and he looked dynamite aye, he aye. looked really good tall yep. tall lad left footed loves a dig outside the box which is something that we are missing aye definitely um, it's a midfielder who actually likes to take a a dig for outside the box. He's strong, he's powerful, he's tall as well, which is something again some of our midfielders are on a bit of a short side. Ah yeah, he's you a know, commanding but, presence. Yes, he? yes, he's a big he's a big lad. Really liking that. Let's say Davis was an I think it's a an easy choice to make to bring him back in for the for a, for another year. Um start when when he came back in, in January I was slightly worried about why we signed him. I know oh, this is going to be bad but he did come on to a game and he did even though like, like you said, personal opinions aside um, he did come on to a game towards the end and no, he, 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 he done well I think it's an interesting point and I think see if you play we'll come on to like potential starting 11s and all that and different different strokes and different styles for different matchups and stuff but I think see if you play like Davis sitting behind Aribo on the left and Kamara on the right for example as your midfield free that just screams control yeah. do you know what I mean like you'll just keep the ball you'll just control the game and move it side to side hopefully quickly and, and that kind of stuff it, yeah. it gives us different options and <clears throat> when I say that I mean like with quality not just you know knocking the ball five yards backwards or five yards sideways I mean like quality control yeah. higher up the park pinning teams in I think it's um, right, I'm looking forward to him yeah um, looking forward to seeing Edmondson aye um, aye definitely. heard a lot of good things I think um, this season particularly he's come on to a, he's come on to a game he's developed his game mm-hmm. um, well last season sorry should I say when he was at Oldham before that he was sort of known as just like a a route one sort of defender. It's not normally that. You know, he's just sort of got the ball, when he got the ball, he cleared it. But this season, he's sort of been more of a ball-playing centre-half, if that Aye. makes sense. You know, a bit, a bit like Goldson gets the ball, takes it, something can take it for a walk, mm-hmm. come to with the ball at his feet. Um, and he's a young lad as well, so I'm all for Aye. that. That's the thing. I think, if again, <clears throat> you've got, you've got him and Katic are both young. Both, their first instincts seem to be defend which I think is the, the perfect base yeah. and then you build on right, let's teach them the technique let's get them more comfortable with the ball at their feet and, and add that to their game and then you're, you're sorted you know what yeah. I mean Goldson is probably 
his experience is younger than his, his years, if you know yeah. what I mean, because he missed a few seasons. Yeah, he did. So he's quite experienced as well. The only the only potential thing there will come on is you know like tactics and signings and stuff, I guess. But like a wee bit of experience, but I think that the three that we've got are good. They'll challenge each other, and they're all, especially the first two, Katic and Edmondson, are, are for the future as well. That's yeah. Another. That's the market. That's the that's the ideal signing we're looking for. For most of our players, I would say, is young guys we can develop and sell on with a profit. Yeah. And then you want to sprinkle, you know, your Davises and McGregors and stuff through it, where you think these guys are here to win now. Yeah. And you know, we might not get our money back, but if they win as a league, then they've earned their money. It yeah. Matter. Yeah. Do you know the thing I'm liking about it as well? There's a lot of, without sounding bigoted, there's a lot of Rangers supporting boys in the squad now. Aye. Which is massive. I've not had that probably since Smith left. You know when you know. When all the boys sort of disappeared, you know, we had McCulloch kicking about who was ah, a Rangers supporter. We had Wallace who sort of turned into a Rangers supporter, but other than that, but here we've got a nucleus of boys who who know what it takes to play for Rangers, who knows what it's like to support Rangers. Aye. You know, so it's 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 looking good, whereas I think for the last few years, particularly with some of the signs that, you know, maybe not Wobbs, because a lot of them, like Waghorn and all that, bought into it. But aye, like, but they weren't um, the Rangers fans, yeah, like you say, you know. Particularly like like Pedro, Pedro signings, signings aye. you know, they boys didn't have a scooby what it was like to be a to play no. for Rangers, you know, a lot of them. Um, probably so, some of them. Not, let's be honest, if guys like Herrera and Peña, probably never heard the Rangers. No. If I'm being totally honest. So it's so it's so so it's good to see them happy with the signings so far. A few more in there. Let's say I think we'll we'll talk about it in a wee bit, but a few more in there, a few wee tweaks in there, which we'll sort of talk about. And, Departments particularly to be what he felt. I, I think so. that's the that's the key point is that the business can be done. Yeah. If the window shuts tomorrow, I don't think we're we're not going. Oh, that was a nine out of ten window. You know, we're yeah. not quite there. Yeah. Um, from signing from purely from a signing point of view. Aye. Question for you, right? Do you know how with Kamara coming in mm-hmm. and when he came in in January, could you? I wonder what your reaction would be if he was signing now. Where would you see him in the squad? Whereas now you see him as a first choice person. Whereas Aye. if he didn't come in when we got him for the fifty grand, if we waited till the end of the season, Aye. he would be coming in sort of like a, a a Greg Stewart sort of or a you know a, a Jones or a Hasty. Would you, would you agree with that, or else do you? Oh no, I think see see if we're signing Kamara right now. Say we signed him yesterday or, or we signed him this morning, and you look at it, and we've signed Davis and Arabo in this window. You've got Jack and. And Arfield have had good years and, and that kind of stuff. You're probably signing, like you say, you're signing, you're signing Kamara and you think he's back up, potentially even put him out on loan because he's young. Or you yep. know, that's, the, that's the kind of bracket you're thinking. He's either out on loan or he's pushing, he's a backup, he's pushing, he's there Aye. just in case. And give him a few games in the cup against Diddy teams and see how he gets on and Aye. try and bleed him in. And you're talking about that kind of thing. But like you say, he came in and he's, he's, he's done, done well. He's done a um, so. And if he was signed as well with guys like. I would have Doherty coming back potentially ahead of him. Yeah, you know, which you're not going to have now. No. But I personally, I probably would have had yeah. if uh, if we were signing him now. So I know it just shows you the benefits of getting an early. And I getting think, him an early, and he's done he's done very well for himself. Aye, if you think about Davis, where he is in the squad now, to where how he first came in, Kamara the same. You got to think Jones is probably like, oh, come on, look. you could you know like. Could you not have just taken a hundred grand or fifty grand and let me go? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because he sees these guys are aye. they've established themselves yep. in that short period of time. So definitely, I know. It's an inter- interesting question. I think it's aye, quite aye. an interesting one way to see it. Um, so obviously with people signing, yeah, the other side of that is people going to have to leave the club as well. I've too um, many. It's quite yeah, too big. yeah. So we've sort of jotted down people who we think could potentially leave. 
There's yep. a few that we know that Gerard said to them, and we've heard it in the press saying that they are going to leave. So I'll just sort of run over a few of them and see what you think and see if there's anybody else that you think's missing. So I've got Dorans, Holt, Grezna, Lafferty, potentially Rossiter, Herrera, who's still there, surprisingly. Obviously, he's just been he's on back, loan. Aye. Aye. His loan's just finished, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Joe Dudu, who's back as well from aye. his loan. You forget about these guys Yeah, sometimes. and then the other ones I put in was Anwick. I think he'll probably go. It'll either be him or Fodd that'll go, I imagine. I think it'll be him rather than Fodd. Uh-huh. Um, another one I put, there was a few people I put question marks over. One of them was Andy Halliday. Mm-hmm. You know, now with the position and how big the squad is. Aye. He's going to fall down, I think. Um, and then the other two is obviously the two main ones that we could potentially get big money for would be Tavon Morelos if they went. Aye. So we'll talk about we'll talk about Tavon Morelos separately. Cool. And we'll talk about these guys as well. Mm-hmm. Like um, I think it's widely known in the press that Dorans, Grezna and Lafferty in particular have been told to go and find new clubs. Yep. Any real surprise? No. Um I'd say Dorans comes with a massive dose of disappointment for me. Yes. Guys are blue nose, I think he definitely, you know, he had a good career before he came. Uh, he started quite well, you know, I think his debut in the league scored two goals when beat Motherwell 2-1 yep. away, I think. Um, he's had a couple of good flashes and, and stuff. And a guy that I kind of thought, if we played him right, and I think when he first came, I don't think he was getting played in the right positions and, and stuff like that. We weren't playing these strengths. I still feel that if we did, then maybe, but he's getting old, he's had a number of injuries and, and maybe the legs have gone, you know, that kind of, yeah. oh, the legs have gone here, he's one of the guys, so, I don't know, I, for me personally, a lot of disappointment, a lot of time for the guy, it came yep. a lot of hope, I was thrilled when we signed yeah, him, yeah, me too, and I just wished it worked it, but, you can understand why, it's it's time to move on, especially, yeah. we'll talk about the rest of the midfielders we've got, yeah. we've got an abundance of centre mids, somebody's got to go, and, yeah, he's, he's He's just not really played enough games to justify being there when yeah. guys that are ahead of him have had really good seasons. Yeah, yeah, totally. 100% agree with you. Massive, really, really liked that we signed him. Aye. You know, when he, when he came in, um, we started all right, but it's just been his injuries have just been Aye. such a, such an unfortunate event that's happening. And someone else who's also been crippled by injuries since he's been here that potentially could leave is Jordan Nosser. Aye. Again, I think he's sort of in the bracket of Doran's as... We don't really want him to leave, but we understand why he's going to leave, and it's a bit of a disappointment as well. Aye, I think. I mean, still, I think there's a the the slightly less clear message on Rossiter, as you know, we spoke about, is that is he actually being granted additional leave because he did played a lot of football in the second half of the season when he hadn't for years. Yeah. And additional holidays. To me, that doesn't necessarily feel like it rings true. I mm-hmm. don't. I don't know why we would do that. Yeah. To the extent that it's happened, the fact that he's not in Portugal yet. I mean that's that's pretty much two weeks. Yeah, we'll and you think we're we start the European campaign in like two weeks, so I don't know. I, yeah. It doesn't feel right. Um, I think he's done. But again, came a lot of promise, and I thought he could be a real player for us. But injuries ravaged. He's just not. Yeah. Can you trust him? That's the thing. I think we could trust him if he played. <laughs> um, it's just the fact that we get him fit. Can you trust his body? Yeah. I trust his body. If I, re- yeah. if I rephrase yeah. the question. Yeah. Yeah. That's a. And. When the, the squad's tight, we know there's lots of players fight, vying for a few positions. You need to get rid of people. The other side of that is you need to keep the ones that you can trust to either well, to be fit and to perform as much as possible. And you can't trust his body. So, no. um, And he's probably on more wages than most of the centre midfielders we've got as probably. well, which seems shallow, but it's relevant when you're yeah. trying to free up some 
some uh, wages yeah, to get new yeah. players in. Makes a good, you make a good point there as well. Um, what about the, we'll talk about the other two who signed last season as well, Gresna and Lafferty. Two. Let's address Lafferty first. Stupid signing. I think we said this at the time. People, I, I, I don't know what we were expecting. I don't know what he was expecting to come back to. I don't know what we were expecting from him. It never really seemed like a, an intelligent signing. I would have left him at Hearts and let him take you know, 12 points half Celtic. Yeah. Uh, you know, because that's think, what he was doing. So I think yeah. the way that they looked at it was he was going to be, obviously we had that Sadiq signing, which was an absolute bomb scare. Aye. And Lafferty was going to come in as, you know, sort of play more games than he did, but back up Morelos. And, you know, if Morelos, you know, say we played in Europe, where the European got name, we were playing, it, we were playing a game, Aye, you'd expect Lafferty, you would expect Lafferty to come in and play that game and hold it up and do well in that game. But, it just didn't work out. I mean, I don't know what it was with him. I wasn't, I wasn't overly keen on him the first time round, but he, I think he went away and he done, you know, he sort of he, he, he done, done he done all right for himself, and then he came to Hearts and he bagged bagged quite a few goals against them, which was magic. Question for you, right? Do you think maybe Kyle Laffey was the best signing we made last year? Do you think that having that competition gave Morelos a bit up the arse to have the season he had? We signed him for twenty million. How much of that was down to Lafferty being there, just waiting to take over a diehard blue nose centre forward? Did it? Did it impact Morelos, Jink? No. To be honest with you, I don't think it. I don't think it did. Um, so you don't think Morelos? I think I think Alfie's Alfie done very well last year. Obviously, he's, other than we've spoken about this as well in the past pods, his discipline let him down ah, big yeah. time. But just I think I think, it's, I think it's I think it's Morelos's. But what he done it for was to get a big move, b- bigger move. Aye. personally, rather than <clears throat> no, I don't disagree. I'm just asking, just yeah, a, just a thought exercise. You know, you see, maybe sometimes that competition is like Alan Hutton's one I'll use as a classic example where when he, he was Whit- a bit meh, and then we signed Whitaker, and all of a sudden he was the blue carfu, and he went for nine million. Yeah, good yeah. six months when we got competition, and sometimes aye, it can it can help. Aye, aye, it can help. And then the other guys, you know, in this aye, Gresda. Um, Gresna was aye. just didn't work out. Such that a disappointment. I think is the fact is as well we never when he they signed him from Osiek Osiek and aye. we never um he but he didn't play for Osiek. No, he was injured. He was injured. He signed, him, was, injured. Aye, he signed him. Um, I think I'm actually signing players when they're injured. I always think it's, it's a, a, bad a bad risky. Aye. It's a bad idea, right? It's a risky move. The any signing's got a risk in it. Signing somebody who is injured when you sign them. I think just dramatically increases the risk and then maybe attitude, maybe um, football style, it's just not worked. No, it hasn't And it's probably the type of guy that will go on to have a good career somewhere else. Like yeah. You might see him, say he goes to some second division Spanish team and then he gets picked up by a mid-table La Liga team or, and it might work out for him. Yeah. Kind of like Cardozo. Yeah. Where it's, it's not an ability thing, it's a... Welcome to weird backwater Scotland thing, yeah. you know, and some people just only going to take to it, and we've seen that quite a lot with good players over the years. Yeah, probably some of the best players that have ever played in Scotland could they play in Scotland if you know what I mean? Yeah, had brilliant careers elsewhere, just didn't work out when they came yeah. here. Cause yeah, that's true. It's it's weird. So you know, it's yeah, like playing in the eighties or something like that. Aye, it is, and then the other guys will just gloss over them lightly. Um, Herrera, Dodo. Get them gone. Aye, after wage um, Anne Weeks came in, came in as backup goalie, went away last season on loan, you know, with Hattie Scunthorpe done all right. Happy for him to see We've him. Got too many well. goalies we need yeah. to someday. Um, Jason Holt, ha- happy to see him go, but I think we need to give him a bit of credit for, you know, when he was when he was at Rangers, you know, he was wasn't the best 
footballer in the world, but he gave us a hundred percent. See if you pick your, like, no talking ability, just your favourite gels in the past five years. One eleven. He's probably in hope he's in the team. Yeah, because right? the guy was you know for fifty sixty grand or whatever. He done brilliant for us in the championship. He was a worthy captain. I felt when he captained us in the SPL because he just didn't he ever stop trying to win for Rangers and performing. You always got the absolute best and most that he had to offer. Yeah. Now that wasn't quite good enough because, you know, there's levels to the game and he's not at the right level. Yeah. But there's lots of players who chucked it and we hope he never. You always got the best and the most he had yeah. in for that. Lots of props and I wish him well in the rest of his career. Yeah, exactly. I'm concerned he's a hero. Exactly. One of the ones that might be a wee bit, I don't think it's controversial because he was nearly on the way out a few years ago. Um, Halliday. Aye. Where do you see? I don't. The reason I like, I, I really like him. I, I think he was brilliant when he played uh, the Christmas game against Celtic at left back. He was fantastic that day. Aye, aye. Um, but I can't really see a place for him now because the squad's so big. The only way that I could see it is obviously we're going to go into a bit about places missing and stuff like that. Is aye. we keep him as a backup left back. That's it. And like I just said about Holt, there's levels and Halliday's not quite of the level. Um, again. Blue nose, well well established. We we love him and we want him to be the best player in Scotland. He is not. Yeah. Um. And like you say, I think if you ask him what's his preferred position, it's probably midfield, midfield, attacking midfield, winger, central midfielder, whatever it may be. All three of those positions are saturated. He's not getting in. His only hope is that you know back up left back, and yeah. that's only if we don't sign another left back. I think. Um. He's he's got the thing of the fact that. Gerard loves him. He knows he's a blue nose. He knows a diehard. He's good to have in the dressing room by all accounts. That might just keep him a bit. Yeah. But I can't see him getting much game time. Aye, aye. I'm the same, which is unfortunate because, like we say, we do we do like him, but you obviously understand that the squad's getting better every season. Aye. I mean, you've as a manager, you need to be. You don't need to be cold, but you need to be. Aye. You know, like I'm here to make sure that the club, the squad, everybody does well and. That means looking after people and saying, Andy Halliday's son, you're not going to get a lot of football. I'm looking after you by telling you and saying, I'm not going to need to let you find another club. Yeah. You yeah. Know, that's part of the duty of care, I would say. Aye, definitely. Definitely. It's not like just being... Gerard's got to think about the, the wider picture. No, just, ah, it's, it's, it's no, just this, guy who's a, this guy who the fans love and is a, is a blue nose. You know, we've got to think of a wider picture here. We've got, we're here, to, we're here <clears> to win a league. We're here to win stuff. And the calibre that we're getting in is unfortunately better than... And Andy, which is no disrespect to him, no, no. you know, because we, we mean you're mass, mean you're big fans of him, aye, um, as well. But it's no dis- disrespect at all. And so. I, I genuinely feel like I'm sure he'll go kicking and screaming. But if somebody says to Halliday, there's no place for you in the squad because the squad is a level above and it's going to win fifty five. Halliday will be like fine, mm-hmm. like like I say kicking and screaming because why would you want to leave Rangers? But. I'm sure he, he could appreciate and respect that and he'll still celebrate 55 like probably more than anybody else. Do you know what I mean? So, In terms of that situation, I'd be quite happy to keep him for the season so we can get 55 Aye. and so he can go that till we get it up. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get him 10 games. So Aye, some medal. get a medal, yeah. yeah. And then the other two who are probably our two best assets, sellable assets as well Aye. in the club, uh, we'll talk about them a wee bit and that is um, Maria Loss and James Tavernier. Mm-hmm. Um, been talked that Rangers would only accept a Moussa Dumbele like offer ah, yeah, for him. Quote, yeah, I... yes. Um, Stuart Robertson said that the the chief exec basically said we would uh, we would only accept him in Moussa Dumbele like offer, which he went for, but eighteen million. Aye, 
Ah, something like that. Something like that. Between 15 and 20 million he it's went for. That. Yep. And then Tab's been quoted as a few Premiership clubs, supposedly looking at him like Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking at him and I think he's sort of looking about the 10 million mark. 10 million, aye. Um, if they two... I'll ask you a question. Who would be... Who would who would be miss most? Tav. Are they two? Aye. Easy. Tav. Mm-hmm. No doubts. Um, if somebody offers 15 for Morelos, I think I'd be ripping their arm off because... I think the end of the season soured everything for me and I think that we probably spoke about this in a previous pod but for me the Scott Brown sending off against Celtic took him for 20 million down to 12 million or something like that it got him at the Columbia squad it made him miss the rest of the season when we played the best football yep. all these factors for me are like I think Morelos not only soured his reputation um, you know outside of the club I think he I mean, Gerard said, how, how can I defend him? He's certainly... Not burn bridges or anything like that. I'm sure that every, all the fans still love him. The club still love him. But it's not quite as deep a love as it, as it used to be. Um, and I think if we can get 15 million from Morelos, I would be I would be taking it. I'm not so sure that if he scores 30 goals next year, his value is going to dramatically jump up unless his behaviour dramatically improves. Yeah. And I that's probably a bit of a risk. I think we could see his value stay the same or potentially go down if we're trying to sell him this time next year. It's a gamble. I think it's a gamble the club should take. If we get fifteen million, then then I would be doing business. If we if we do keep him, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. his discipline has to improve, improve tenfold, and so does most of the squad, as well. Not just him. You mean like McGregor needs to cut out the stupid stuff that he's doing, the wee kicks and all that. Aye. He needs to chop that out. Morelos needs to. Ryan Jack's well. Ryan, Ryan Jack has sent off a lot of times the season before that for no fault of his own. Aye, purely I, just for being him. Two out of four got rescinded. Yeah. And the other one, there was another one that was mega controversial. Yeah. You know, you're thinking that probably could have got rescinded, but it didn't. Which is fine, and these things happen. That's yeah. Um, so but, I, I think they're the main two culprits. Yeah. I mean, Morelos was a repeat offender. So was McGregor. I mean, McGregor was lucky to only see the amount of red cards that he did. Yeah. And that was like he got a one straight red, and then he got a retrospective ban. Morelos got too many red cards. I mean, yeah. it's just no, no right. But that, that to me is at least partially on the manager, um, and the the staff. And it might be that you're like, well, I kind of control what he does in the park. That's correct. You can't. But see if you can't trust him, don't play him as much. Yeah. I think that proved that as well when, when we brought Defoe in, and then he was out for the game, and Defoe done very well during that period. Alright. Well, Morelos didn't come straight back in at the team and start. No. He didn't start against Celtic. He was on the bench. He didn't start against what was it Hibs, and then he didn't start, which was his. I think he could have came back. Yeah. Like, I think the game before Celtic, he didn't come straight back into the team for Hibs or Celtic. He did for Kelly, but that was last game of the we, season. We rested a few right. players and we were dug meat. Yeah. And that's the thing for Morelos is the fact that as a fan you think early in the season when he didn't play, we, we couldn't score, but then when he didn't play at the end of the season with Defoe one, yeah, it was better than it was under with Alfie. So. I don't know, I think of the two, Morelos can go, Tav, I think we sell Tav at our peril, I think if we sell Tav, that, that reduces our chances of 55 yeah. by 20%, or so yep. that's, that's the, the most significant person, I think, of the whole squad, Tav's last one I would like to lose. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, and then the other thing is, is as well, which we're going to talk, to, talk about as well as the squad and stuff like that, if he goes, who have we got to replace him, Flanagan or... Posner, I guess that's and, and he's not been fit since he no, came so you, you don't know what his body's going to be like for Scottish football and there's no way that Flanagan would produce the amount of assists that no. uh, he's not he's not an attacking fullback no, Flanagan I think what you'd need to hope for is that we 
we'd have to use some of that money to buy someone again. Well, there's that, or do you do you say right Flanagan becomes a third centre half almost? You know, he's just a defender yeah. there, and you're hoping that Barisic and Ojo, for example, strike up a good attacking partnership down the left, kind of like Tavin Candias had. Yeah, and that that you know you almost switch wings because Barisic is a good attacking fullback. He's not proved. He's not shown yeah. it much. But he does have that in his locker, so then you're maybe relying on that. Again, that's a massive gamble. He's not been fit, he's not performed. Hi, losing Aye. losing Tav would be disastrous. And forget penalties, right? Say Defoe scores the eight out of ten penalties just like Tav does. I'm not I'm not worried about that. It's his assists, it's his leadership, it's his driving forward, it's it's all the other stuff. Yeah. Um and I think he's really grown into the captaincy as well. Yeah, he has. That's another thing you need to remember, you're losing your captain. I was very unsure when he got the captains that he oh, got with you last right. season. Right. Um, but then again, I didn't really know. I thought they might have gave it to Goldson or gave it to somebody like McGregor Jack or, or McGregor. Jack or, yeah, was... I thought they might have gave it to one of them. But when they gave it to Tav, I was quite surprised. But he's he's done, you know, fair play him. You know, he's done well with it. Aye. I'm not sure he, he was a great captain, but I think he's grown into be. Yeah. And, and that credit to, maybe credit to Gerard. I mean, he's obviously seen... Like this guy will step up and sometimes that's what it takes you need to give responsibility to get responsibility you know and yeah. so he gave the guy the responsibility and guess what he's now getting it back and that's great um, that so is. I think losing Tav would be massive it would be a massive blow high yeah. more than anybody yeah so let's let's talk about the the squad then we sort of dug a bit there aye, aye. Um, you've sort of done a wee bit of analysis and stuff like that and looked at places that were potentially light on and places mm-hmm. that were also too heavy on so do you yep. want to tell us a bit about that aye cool so too heavy on I'll, I'll kind of work my way through the, 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 the positions actually so goalkeeper we've already touched on we've got too many goalies I'd say we've got five if you look at McGregor Fodd Firth Almick and then Robbie McCrory who high hopes and all that stuff yep. I would say you probably want to send Robbie McCrory on loan yep again Um, and then you probably want to sell one of Fodd or Almick I would imagine Um. Ideally, you'd keep Ford because he's the better one, but you could get more money for him probably. Yeah. So it's a trade-off. I don't think you want to keep... There's no way we're going to keep all, of the, all the yeah. other four. I think Andy Firth's a good third choice. So leave him. Uh, McGregor's a clear first choice. I, I would be like, I think we need to get rid of one of those. Yeah. Two. I don't yeah. know your thoughts. I agree with that as well. I, th- I would like to see young Robbie McCrory going on loan again. He done well at Morton last season. So I would maybe like to see him going to either a lower-end... Premier Division club Aye, or, high or end a high-end championship club maybe like a Dundee or you know, somebody like that Ideally, for me I would rather them drop to the championship but be in a team that's looking to get promoted because then it gets the mentality of we win we're playing to win they might be out in front or they're a bit of pressure to win a playoff or something like that you yeah. know, again the mentality of being at Rangers and having to win and try to win something I think would be better yeah. than you know, being at a a Ross County who are going to get pumped you know, 30 games out of 38 or whatever yeah. in, the, in, the, in the SPL so but again, that's just, it doesn't always work out yeah. like that, but that'd be my preference. Yeah. Um, so what next? Right back? Are you going to go into that or else are we uh, Right back, so as it currently stands, we covered it. I think we're fine. Yeah. Unless we lose Tav, right back's covered. We've got Tav, we've got Flanagan and Polster as cover. Yeah. I think that's fine. Uh, centre half, we have three. We need, I would be comfortable, five. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to sign. We, got, we touched on the, the three earlier and the three good ones. And I think that's, if we can get them working together and, and stuff like that, happy days. But we need to sign at least another one and then maybe promote. Have yeah. a, you, you mentioned Aidan Wilson. Maybe have him training with the squad and he's there who can fill in if yeah. we're, we're under pressure. But even with four, you know, you get two games in a week. You're doing, if you've only got four and somebody's injured or suspended, you're doing to three. Yes, you just never know. I yeah. don't think... I'm, I'm always 
I'm not comfortable with, with four centre-halves if you're playing two. Looking at the centre-halves we've got the now, we've got Goldson, who is what, mid-20s, 26 Six or something like that. And then the other two are young boys. Young, yep. You know, 1920. Aye. Um, Juicy is going for somebody like a, maybe not the same sort of age, but somebody like a David Weir or a Ugo Ekiog or a, you know, a, a Macaulay sort of, Gareth Macaulay sort of figure, a wee bit older, maybe like, maybe hitting 30, 31 I think we should be looking for early 30s. Yeah. Somebody that's maybe, for a centre-half, it, it depends on the market, but somebody who is just at or just after their prime, who can still contribute. I think the Macaulay signing's the right model, but he wasn't, he wasn't fit enough or young enough to contribute. Yeah. Like, his, his pace was gone and that kind of stuff. So you you can't ever really pitch him in. But what you're wanting is somebody you can pitch in for, you know, 15, 20 games... And you know, we'll do your job. Aye, who can help guide whoever's playing beside them and, and that kind of stuff. Aye, I think we need somebody, a savvy, ex- experienced centre-half who can teach them some of the stuff that they probably don't have. Yeah. And I don't. I think with Weir, when he played with like Queller and, and Bocca and, uh, and Baguera. But, and Wilson. As well. and, and Wilson. David Weir was so experienced that he was like, I can do my job and I can also help you do yours by talking you through it and all that kind of stuff. None of the centre-halves we've got are experienced or good enough. Like It's like driving. You know, it's A lot of the wee things become second nature. The more you do it and you do them without thinking. Yeah. None of the guys are quite there yet. They're not at that... And Goldson's not at that level. He's not got that experience because he missed a few seasons. Yeah. So we need, a, I think for me, an experienced guy who can come in in autopilot mode, just muscle memory, do 90% of their job. Obviously, they need to be switched on, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And can help guide other guys. That's what, that's what David Weir did. Um, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Is the problem? Do That's you go question. for like a well without starting any rumours? Do you go for Phil Jagielka or somebody right who could potentially do it, but you don't know what they're at? They're that wee bit older. It's it's kind of the Bruno Alves, the yeah. Gareth McCauley type thing again, which neither of them quite worked. Although Bruno's shown in Palmer, he can still do it. Yeah. Um, or do you go for if you go for thirty one, thirty two? You're not going to get anybody that level. You've got to pay a bit of money for. Aye, and I, I can't see you doing that for. No. What's going to be a backup back slash tutor? Yeah, you know you're. Uh, you're looking you, about you thirty. To, you're looking about thirty four, thirty five, and aye, you? or you need to drop a level and get somebody who's maybe experienced but not of the right quality. There's no as good as Goldson, yeah. but has more experience. Are we going for somebody that's got experience and as good slash better? Yeah, I just don't know. Um, but more experience definitely, I think, is the yeah. fundamental element. Yeah, a definitely. Lot of games. Aye, definitely. So left back. We've got Borna. We need yep. another one. Yeah, I, I think we got by with. Flanagan and Halliday, both of whom were good at times at left back, both of whom were a liability at times at left back, yeah. um, both at a position, so no no judgment, but I think we need a left back. Yeah, Simple definitely. as that. Definitely, 100% agree. Um, anybody you can think of is up your head now? The only one that I sort of, I've heard mention about was the boy that was at Derby, uh, the beast from I Derby, he was on loan at Aberdeen last season, but you know. He was he was alright. He was alright. The only other one that I can maybe think of who was, who was decent and um, was it decent in the Scottish Premier League. Your boy was at Hearts. Was it Mitchell? Demary Mitchell from Man United. He was alright, but he could play up and down the left. Aye, aye. But again, the young boy. He's only twenty two. Does he want to go back and loan again and do stuff? You know, aye, you so know. It's a, so it's a, it's a that's, that, that's only two that I sort of thought, thought of. The boy at Kilmarnock, maybe. Greg Stewart, but he's a Scottish international, so we're gonna to have to pay. A, aye, that's the probably we're gonna to have to pay a few, probably a million or two for him. But the thing is, if I mean, if that's what you do, and uh, it's it gets a real competition because you've all of a sudden you've got two good left backs, yeah. Rather than going and getting a young kid who might push Barisic, or within a week or a month, Barisic might be like, 
this guy's not on my level, so he's yeah. not pushed. I don't know. I, I would for me. I would rather have two good left backs. So I would be if it, I would be going for for Taylor, Greg Taylor, yeah. Is that name? Yeah, Greg Taylor. I, I would be going for the boy who come on up, and he's one that he is still quite young. Yeah, and he could do his for years. I mean, if you think Bonner's a good year playing the Croatian national squad, if he's good enough, then you would be want to cash in and get a few bucks. And if he's not good enough, then you probably want to get shot at him anyway. Yeah. So I think aye, that's the direction I would be yeah. going. Yeah, that seems fair. That seems fair. And then also if he's if he is playing for Rangers, he'll get back into Scotland squad again, so we'll have him all the time. Exactly, <laughs> So it's a win-win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Steve Clark might thought I love him. Uh, he's just playing him because he was at Kelly, and now he's playing for Rangers, and he'll hate his guts. Uh, those so. eight Kelly players he's got in the Scotland uh, squad. Aye, aye, aye. Scotland's basically just Kilmarnock now. Went from being Celtic to being Kilmarnock. Wild. Aye. Absolutely mental. Right, next one. Um, we'll skip. So right mid, um, fine. I think we've got, for me, Candias, Jake Casey is back up, potentially out on loan, depends. Um, Gresda I would get rid of Yep. and then depending on a formation we know we can play you could play Murphy there you could play Jones there you could play Arfield if we're playing a bit narrower there's lots of options on right mid I don't necessarily the wingers, think the winger side of things is very transitional you know if Aye. you're a winger you're not now just a right winger No. you're not just a left winger Aye. now it's very transitional you switch you could play the boy we've seen in pre-season in Portugal the boy Ojo's out there and he's cutting in and rifling them into top corners and stuff yep. with his left foot I think wingers, and that probably will cover left mid the new actually as well. Aye, so I've covered all the wingers there actually. So the only other thing, left mid, Glenn Middleton, out on loan. Yeah, I think, he would, I think it'd be good for him to go on loan. But the rest season. of them, we can, you can put left or right, and I think we've got lots of options and, yeah. and lots of damage. Um, so I'm pretty happy with the wingers, I'd say we've got enough. Yeah, now it's the big one, the mid, centre mids. Centre mids, we have 11 centre mids to three positions yes. as it stands. And... Um, Yes, this is our second biggest problem area I've yeah. highlighted because uh, we just need to get rid of people. And we've already spoke about Doran's going, Ross are going, Holt going. Yep. Um, I'd probably be looking at putting Ross McCrory out on loan yeah. if it was up to me. I think he's at the stage of his career where he needs games and with the amount of centre-mids we've got, I can't see him getting that many games. So to run through the first choices, as we've highlighted, I would say so. Ryan Jack played a lot of football last season. Manager yep. loves him. Um. Steve Davis come on to a game, manager seems to love him. Um, Glenn Kamara, we spoke about right at the start, got himself in the team and he's, he's made himself a valuable member. Then we've got Scott Arfield, played a lot of games last season, he's one of our, our big experienced players, he's yep. one of our leaders, he's one of our threats from midfield, all that stuff. And then, that's, that's four to three positions right away. And then we've just went and signed Joe Arabo in 20 grand a week or yep. whatever. Star signing in the summer probably, You've got to think he's going to start more games than he's going yeah. to spend on the bench. So that's five five guys that you think, oh, how do you drop? Yeah. And there's only three positions. Now, you could potentially play, um, you know, Arfield a bit further forward like he did. You could maybe even get away with playing Arabo in one of the positions. But again, we've been through the wingers. Yep. You've got Jamie Murphy can play there. You've got uh, Ojo. You've got Jordan Jones who can play off the striker. So there's lots of options. There's a lot of people vying for those, those five positions. Yep. So for me, centre mid... If, and again, touching on Halliday, he's in trouble. Yep. That's why he's maybe our backup left back. Don't know if you have any thoughts about. Um, I guess the guys that are left would be Halliday and Greg Doherty. Yep. Assuming um, you're happy putting Ross McCrory on loan. Yeah, I would. We, we spoke about this before we started recording, actually. Right. Um, would you potentially keep McCrory and keep him as one of the backup centre halves? But I guess, like you said, you want him out playing football. Aye. So, so send him out alone isn't going to do, isn't going to hurt him. You know, get more football, more game time, Aye. increases exposure, which is great. Doherty, 
He had a brilliant season with Shrewsbury last season and he'd done well against big clubs because he went to Wills. He scored against Wills in the FA Cup, got a replay at Molyneux, which is fantastic. You know, he'd done well. I would like to see, it's a tricky one because you do like to see him get a chance, but is he, is he good, is he, you know, is it sort of, is he good enough to get into, is he good enough to push Jack, is he good enough to push Kamara, is he good enough to push Aribo, Davis, Arfield, is he good enough to keep them, that's keep them at the team? The right thing to do is to get him back in for pre-season and have a Definitely. look at him. It's not to do what we did with Middleton where you know exactly where he fits yeah. into the squad. So you leave him behind to sort out a loan move. Doherty, the best thing we can do is get him in for pre-season and see how he handles the training, the training games, how he handles the friendlies and then make a call on it. So yep. I think that's what the manager's doing. Yeah. I think that's the right thing. I'd love the kid to get into the squad and make it and challenge and get games. Yep. But I don't know. We, we're, exactly. we're not there at the end of exactly. if he's, he's going to keep it. Exactly. Um, Aye, so that's a that's a really tricky tricky situation. If it was me personally, I would send out and loan probably McCrory. I'm a Rossiter fan. Aye. Even though, like I said, yeah, I'm a Rossiter fan. Do you send him out and loan and it's his last year his contract, or do you just sort of say, look, it's no work to it? Well, I mean, you could send him out and loan and give him the whole. We've got a year to prove yourself. Going on your contract, Aye, if you can have another, another full season like he had second half of the season at Bury because he went down there and. Played, played a lot of games, won a lot of man in the match, he's got player of the year. He obviously did a good year down there, I mean, there's no doubt in the kid's ability, it's just, can we trust his body back yeah. to that? So if he can prove, to, prove that he's fit for another full season and performing at a decent level, whether that's League One or Championship or whatever, then I'm sure there's a player there, and yeah. I'm sure he'll go and have a good career if he can stay fit. I don't know though. Yeah. Maybe you, do you offer him a one-year extension and say, you've got a year to prove yourself, or you're gone, or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, there's options, but... Um, yeah. Would you send Docket on loan, or would you? I would. Keep, I, I think we've done, like you said, we've done the right thing by keeping him with us for pre season. It just depends how well he's how performed. Yeah, no, that's fine. So, that that, I mean, the good thing is if you look through the the five first choices, they're all strong. Yes, that's very that's, good players. That's the, I mean, for depth wise, that's got to be the best centre mid, yes, in the country. Aye, plus. If you leave Halliday's back up, Doherty's back up, whoever is that sixth position, because he's probably want six, um, Ross or whoever it may be, there's a bunch of people in there that are good enough for that sixth spot. Yeah. I think we've got the best centre mid pool in, in, this, in the country. I agree with you as well. So I good agree. news, but we need to get rid. Yeah. So last but not least, the strikers. Forwards. So we have Defoe and Morelos, mm-hmm. obvious first choices. We signed Greg Stewart, so you've got to think he's a, a decent backup option. Yeah. He can also play in the wings as another option. He can play behind. He's probably best as a number 10. So yeah. in that, if we play the narrow, attacking mids rather than wingers, then he's another option in there we probably could have mentioned. Um, the rest of them, Lafferty has gone. Dodo, Herrera, gone. Ryan Hardy is the only other one, which is an interesting one. Yeah. I kind of felt like he was had a had a decent spell, at, at least at Levy, Levy, when he was fit. I thought he might have got his chance in pre-season, same as Doherty, but he's not travelled, so maybe that suggests his Rangers career's done. Yeah, I mean, we did give him a one-year extension not that long ago, aye, aye. Um, but I think it shows you that they've got, they've got young Josh McPake out there and um, Dabo Mbappe as well, aye. out there as well, so it sort of shows you that he might be a wee bit ahead of him, which is a shame, because I did like him, but I guess as well, if we, see, if, see if they've done what they've done with him, you know, send him out to another Premiership team until... January and then review it then in January to see how he's done and see how you've done it else you just sort of go look thank you very much for your service Aye, I think away he's, you go. he's not really that young anymore no he's um, not and we've been through that process a couple of times 
I think it's probably time for him to either. Yeah. If we've not, if he's not travelled, and if he travelled, then I think Cooley's back up. He's a good option. Um, if we can keep Morelos, then we probably don't need to sign or whatever. The fact he's not travelled tells me he's he's yeah. it's time to go, and we need to think about signing a centre forward. Yeah, I agree with the rest of them. The other guys we need to sell. Aye, that's um, cool. the rest are Deadwood. Yeah, the good thing, like I said, you've got like guys like you've got Jones who can sort of switch about. You've got. Greg Stewart who can sort of switch about and you've got Hasty. Basically all the wingers can sort of switch about and sort of play aye. a number ten as well almost. Aye. I think um, see if you're playing like a, a two up top, I think I think Jones is a good second option as yeah. well as a striker, you know, through the middle because he's 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 fast, he's a good finisher. He he can be trouble, you know. Yeah. He's good in behind or he's good at beating a, at beating somebody if the defenders are sitting a bit deeper, he can beat his man and get a shot off. I think he's another potential centre forward option. So I think attacking wise, we've made plenty of signings. And, you know, touch with we get Ryan Kent back, yeah. potentially still, I think our business is, is done in that part of the field. Yeah, I think the other bit that sort of shows that we need, like like you've highlighted there, we do need midfield's fine, wingers are fine, right-back's fine Aye. as well, goalies are fine, yep. probably sell a goalie. We need a left-back, 100% we need a left-back. We need Aye. a probably another centre-half in there as well. And potentially we might need another striker. Another striker, especially if Morelos leaves. Yeah. If not, then we could maybe get away with it. I'd still probably prefer one in. But yeah. if Morelos leaves, then we obviously need to go in the place. And that's the thing that we, we we were also talking about this beforehand. Who would you bring in? And the fact is, we don't know because we no. don't know the budget. We don't know where it is. We don't know who's available. But that's not our job. That's him. Um, that's, uh, that's Mr. Allen's job. Mr. Allen, exactly. Yeah. And that, um, that that's a, that's an interesting point. And I've I've said this said this in previous pods as well. But for me, the transfer window thing, I think out of respect, and I'd be telling the players this. I'd be. Happy to tell any club this. If you're coming in for our players, don't come in in the last week of the window because we've not got enough time to bring in replacements, so we're not we're not doing business. Yeah. Um and I think that's the way that Rangers will do it as well. They'll end up Because my worst fear is that Manelos does a Dembele and we get twenty million for him or some number that's again it's a because it's a last minute, it's a higher bid than what it's maybe worth or whatever. Yeah. So you get an, you get a twenty million offer and the club are like, fine, we'll take it at eleven fifty five and the transfer window shuts. Then what do we do? Yep. You're snookered. So, for me, I think it's disrespectful doing that to clubs. Yeah. And uh, I'm not interested in, in, you know, talking about it. I, I would be saying no. Yeah, um, 100% agree. You do it early or you don't do it at all. Yeah. Um. So, aye. Aye. And that, that'll tell us because, like you say, you don't want to go out and spend two million on a guy who's backup or a third choice or whatever and you lose Morelos you'd want to, if you lose Morelos for 20 million you want to go and spend 5 million on something to play some or whatever yes. um, make up numbers and the rest, aye, exactly. just order of magnitudes aye. yeah yeah. so yep. that, that sort of goes into nicely to now um, the competitions that we're in yep. and what we're what we're hoping for um, from it um, let's talk about talk about Europe first of all right those we're in there mm-hmm. um, I my, my personal opinion is I'm not too first in Europe this season I don't even I don't even mind if we make the group stages or not. Um, to be honest with you, I'm more focused on domestic football this season, which I think most of the people are. But if we get to group stages, it's lovely. Get there, get a few extra, get get a, get a bit of money. But in terms Aye. of my person, like selfish point of view, Aye. I think the league's more important. But to get to the group stages, get an extra ten million in our back pockets. There's I, no harm in that. I think the and group, our squad's bigger. Group as well, stages of would be perfect for money and profile and then it, it justifies guys like Arabo and that coming yeah. you know because then you can again it just makes it, this time next year you can be saying so this season we went 
the example I'm sure Gerard and Alan were saying is look what Ryan Kent did. Yep. He came in, played in Europe. When he he went through playing in you know the Championship or League One or whatever on loan to playing European football against top sides from Spain and, and this kind of thing, excelled in the at the old firm games and bang his values went for two million to twelve million or yeah. whatever. So that's a selling point and, yeah. and that profile helps you sell. I, I bet you that's at least part of the conversation with Arable. Um, so again, if we've got the exact, you've got another example in, in this kid. It just helps his next transfer window to attract players. Yeah. So I think for profile and money, group stages would be ideal. If we don't get there, fair enough. But I think then it puts more pressure on the league. Yeah. Because if we don't get there and we finish second, season's a complete disaster. Yes. If we don't get there and we win the league, then people are like, it was a worthy sacrifice. So I think, um, and obviously that finishes, that'll be done a lot earlier than the league. Yeah. In terms of knowing if we've made the group stages. So agree, kind of. Um, but it puts a lot more pressure on the management yeah. and the players if we don't make Yeah, that's a fair point. Fair point. Didn't really think of it. I'd be sort of thinking about, you know, purely... What matters? Yes. Aye. And I think, um, for me, what matters is a league and cup. Aye, so on to the cups then, so you might win at least one of them? I want the league cup. You want the league cup? I want the first one. Uh-huh. Shows intent, shows where we are, shows that we're, you know... Serious this year. We're serious this year as well. Um, I want that. I would take the Scottish Cup as well. Don't get me wrong. He's a treble. He's a treble. But um, right now, if I had to pick one at the start of the season, aye. even though it isn't as grand as the Scottish Cup, I get that and stuff like that. But I want that first because it's the first major competition of the season. Aye, no, I, I agree. It also sends a signal to any other team in Scotland of your run is over. Yes. Your cup run is over. Yep. Um, I don't know. You know, like not just the treble, treble, but maybe the year before that. What did they win? Did they win a double that included the League Cup? Yeah. Could have won it four in a row for all we know. So it's like, no, we're back, we're winning major stuff. Um, and it sends a signal to them, I think, that this year's different. You're yeah. not just walking to every cup, every competition you're in in Scotland. I think it would be massive and I we need to go. That's for me, the, the big, still the biggest, sorest result of last year. The biggest negative was the Aberdeen Cup yeah. semi-final. I said that right after it. I've maintained that all the way through because of that very reason. We surrendered the chance. Yep. And we can't do that this year. No, no chance. No. No um, chance. And then obviously the league. So I agree. League and Cup double. League, League Cup. If we get Scottish Cup, great. If we get the group stages, great. Um, I'm probably a wee bit more keen on the group stages than you. But mm-hmm. apart from that, I think we agree. Yeah, yeah. I think um, the league is quite an interesting one because um, we've got... Um, a few big games coming up. Obviously, they start to play Celtic in the second home game of the season. Aye. Um, as well. So, before oh. we get Hibs, the first home game of the season, then Celtic the second. Aye. So, that's going to be good. And then also, when you're thinking about, like you said, um, before we talked as well, Christmas at December is a massive month oh, because aye. you've probably you've got the League Cup, you've got the end of the Europa League as well, if we get there, we've got the group stages. stages. We've got Celtic, we've got, I think we've got six, six or seven games in December. Aye, six, six games Yeah, and um, one of them Celtic away Aye. as well, so it's a big a big time. Um, I am so excited about this season, Aye. I can't wait for it to come. Um, and they're, we'll, we'll talk, I don't know we don't like talking about them, but they're on the way down, I think, in my opinion. Aye. Um, they've, their banter, as far as I'm concerned, their banter years are done and theirs are starting. You know, they've got in... Uh, Remains to be seen, but it, it could be. I mean, we get rid of... If you take Brendan Rodgers and swap in 
Neil Lennon, there's no way they're getting better. Yep. They could get inside Messi and Ronaldo and they're still not going to get better because no. it's just not going to happen. Obviously, that would make them better. But you know what I mean? They're no, there's no way they're going to get, they'll be better this year than they were last year. Yeah. They might not come back that much because if they, you know, the window's still early, they've signed a couple of players already. So they could go and sign players that make them good. But with him at the helm and they'll probably lose players, I think they'll lose a couple of their bigger assets. Yeah. Because um, they're skint and they need the money. Um, so I don't know man I think that they will get worse and we will be better it's just is it enough yeah but I mean see as far as I'm concerned last season we lost the league to teams that weren't Celtic yes Celtic didn't didn't win the league from us in the sense that they beat us four times and that was the difference if that was exactly if if they won by 12 points and they beat us four times then you'd point to it but they didn't it was two two wins each cancelled each other out we lost the league against all these other teams and we need to go and perform and beat them and if we do that the league will take care of itself yeah. I don't think yeah. Celtic will you know. I, th- I think a good point there is what you're saying is like um, the Aribo there was big talk of Celtic interested in him Aye. but who would you rather go and play for Aye. Neil Lennon or Steven Gerrard well that's a no brainer isn't it yeah. or Lee exactly. Boyer you know, like. Aye. Aye exactly him who's been very very opinionated about it Aye. as well two diddies and then Steven Gerrard who was world class yeah as I not just as a professional footballer, he's you know he's class and ability, but yeah. just as a human being, as a professional, uh, it's a no brainer. Yep, yep. So expectations for the season ahead then, a double league and cup double. Yep. Don't matter what it is. Aye, um, I'm not making any. My expectations in Europe are probably, I say to say I expect the group stages is probably a bit grand. I don't. Because you just don't know who you'll get yeah. in some of the later qualifiers. We have to go through lots of rounds and you could get good, really good teams. So my expectations is probably later qualifiers slash group stages, but League and Cup double. Yes. yes. I expect to win 55 this year. Yes, yes. Um, a few more signings in as well. Aye. Left back, centre half. <clears throat> Maybe a potential Mr Ryan Kent as well coming uh, back would be nice for a season. I, I think the, the caveat has to be that there's still you know, like two months left in the window. Yeah. So that that goes for both us and the other side of the city. They could go and sign brilliant players and we could get nobody or we could lose. I think the biggest thing for both teams in the window will be who keeps their better players. Might, yeah. might be more than who you sign. Um, so aye, there's a lot of time left in the window. Don't know what will happen, but yeah. I expect 55. Cool. A few minutes left. Let's give us your... Let's give us... If we had to pick a team right now, yeah. let's pick our money to 11. Go for it. You go first. Right, okay. I was sort of struggling. The, I, think, I think the two have got the same backline. McGregor, Tav, Barisic, Goals and Katic. Yeah, easy. Yep. Um, I would have midfield three of... So difficult because it's either Jack Davis or Kamara. I'd probably pick Kamara and I would pick Aribo and Arfield yep. off him. Um, on the wings, if we were doing a, a Steven Gerrard formation, a three, two wingers and one up top, right. I would have probably Candace and either Mur- Murphy or Ojo on the left, or Candace on the right, uh-huh. and I probably have Morelos up front. <coughs> Interesting. <laughs> Same back five. Went for a slightly different approach. So I went for the way that we finished with the, the narrower. So the, the two attacking mids, as I would call it, or as you'd call it in Champ Man, yeah. or whatever, rather than wingers. So I would go midfield of Steve Davis sitting, with Aribo on the, the left, and Kamara on the right. Mm-hmm. And then I've went for... Controversially, some massively controversial actually. I think about it. Went for Jamie Murphy is one, um, Arfield is the other, and Defoe. Defoe up front. Aye, uh, so you know, 
probably controversial. A couple I don't of think. There. I don't think there's anything. I think the two teams that were picked. I don't see you seeing anything wrong with them. They they could easily play, those two at any oh, games. Oh, yeah. um, as well. But I I can definitely see. I could potentially see Defoe starting the season and Morelos, if Morelos is all here, him on the bench because Defoe finished, finished the so season. well. Aye, aye. And he, he finished the season other than the commandment game, which was a... But that was when we played Morelos and dropped Defoe and we looked yeah. dug me. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it's about the style and... Yeah. And is there a better acid test than the first game of the season is a way to Kilmarnock, the yeah. same as the last game of the season was a way to Kilmarnock. So you're right back there again. Um, so, aye, interesting aye. stuff. It is. It is. So, guys, that's our sort of... Um, preview into the um into the two thousand nineteen um twenty season. We massively hope it's coming up for fifty five. Just before we finish, thoughts on any quick points that we spoke about the players. What did the management team need to improve next year? Aye, they need to. They're obviously not as naive, tactically naive as they were. Yep. Um, this season's been good. Question for you would. Would have any other manager got the grace that Stevie G got last year in terms of would, would another manager been struggling for their jobs with some of the defeats that, we, that he got if it wasn't him? I think if we had the season we had, say we'd kept Pedro and he had the season that Stevie G had, Pedro would still be in a job. You think so? Yes. Group stages, um, okay with some shocking defeats. Or some poor performances, but we had some good wins. Yeah. I would say most managers would have survived the season. Whether they would have survived it in as good a position as Stevie G, I don't think so. There would have been more threat, there would have been more moments of, oh my God, yeah. the wheels are coming off here. Whereas it never really felt like that. So it definitely got some grace, but I think the season was good enough just yeah. that I, there was enough improvement on the season before that yeah. I don't think it's sacked. But yeah, I mean, the I biggest think it needs thing. To be, they need to be more tactically um, tactically yes. adept this year. That's it. The biggest thing they need to address, apart from obviously the discipline which you mentioned, is how do we break down that style that Kilmarnock and Aberdeen and, and these teams had that hurt us yes. and cost us the league? Because that's what cost us the league was that style, nothing else. And I think, and they, they, I think they will have that this season. I, I really do think they will. And it'd be interesting to see what we come up with. Maybe it's the signings. But I they they need to come get over that hill. I think yeah. if we do that, that's what will win is like. Yes. Good we good we point to finish on, mate. Yes, definitely. Definitely. So guys, we'll be back. Um we'll be back soon <coughs> with another pod. Um and we'll see you next time. Thanks very much. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Loved it. Cheers. Bye bye.